Hi, this is Doug, and this is my podcast, this is Dubcast, and welcome back, it's been a while. Uh, right now I am sitting in Australia, in Sydney, and I am sitting here with Rake, who is part of uh, Uber. Uber. Uber, and uh, they're here. I'm here for ga- the gathering, which is going to be a big big kind of fun event. Loki's here, uh, Laura and... Don Antonio? Don Antonio, I always get it. Right. Sorry, Laura, I always, the last name I always get wrong. I'm, Silly me, but so anyway, it's, it's New York. Yes, New York comes to Sydney. New York comes to. Oh boy, does New York come to Sydney? Is it Laura? Is Laura from New York? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Took the same flight as you. Okay, well, we we're all from. So it's New York comes to Sydney, and um, it's kind of it's been really interesting weather because it's like sort of think New York spring, fallish, and then it gets hot, and it feels like you're in New York, but you're not. It's kind of strange in its own way. So anyway. And we drive on the wrong side of the road. And you get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was coming back from the airport. Airport, um, made a turn, and I was freaked as this car comes by, and I'm thinking, oh my god, we're getting hit, and realize, wait a minute, this is, yeah, that doesn't work this way. It's, you know, I'm in the wrong seat. So anyway, break. Hi. Hi. Yeah. I'll tell. Them, oh, I know that. Is it? Well, yeah. Go on. Anyway, you start. Then we'll, we'll talk more later about Do we? But we're we're going. Take it. Yeah. Do we want to talk about how we met? If you'd like to, sure, absolutely. Now, that's something I'm actually going to keep on. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I, I like keeping the baubles. You like keeping the baubles. All right. The, bobbit, well, the bobbits and the baubles. All right. So um, we've known each other for way too long. <laughs> so that's how you feel about me. Okay, fine. Well, that's a, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> right. And um, I was um, involved in the New York scene, helping you with the website. Yeah. Back in the dark ages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back I was when Tess was at uh, Bond Street, actually. You're still at Bond Street? Yeah. And you had to use dial-up modems to get to the website. <laughs> it, was a much, it was a great improvement over the smoke signals and postcards. Yes, it was. It was. And the BBS systems. And uh, right. yeah, I remember our discussions about how do, we, how, do you make the, um, how do we make the pages more compressed so they actually get through the modem? Yeah, because 9600 watt was still, you know, compared state, to... State of the art. State of the art, man. 14 to 4, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now you're blinking, everything, and the gigabytes there. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, so yeah. So we had good times. Mm-hmm. Um, it was strange. And you didn't do it. You were, you were, you were like, he was like the, the Mr. Quiet in the scene. It was like he did stuff, but he didn't really. He wasn't visible. He didn't teach. He didn't do stuff. Comes to freaking Australia, and you know, blows the doors off. Well, maybe. Um, Dude, you're running a huge event. You put on classes. You're doing all the things you didn't do in New York. Yeah, well, that too. Um, <laughs> when I uh, I've been here now for coming up on six years, and when I moved here, the uh, there was no education really in Australia. Okay. There were a few people like uh, Tombi, okay. um, who used to hold Skillshares occasionally. Uh, there were a lot of private parties you had to know people to get into. Okay. There were one or two parties that if you, you could find on the web or something mm-hmm. that, you know, were, one was called Getting to Know You. So it was kind of like New York back in the 90s, but worse. Um, yeah, because it was not like in New York where, you know, Tess used to be able to hire a pro, a pro house and have a party. Um, it was more like 
paddles, but you had to know where paddles was, and it wasn't advertised, and it was all word of mouth, and you couldn't just rock up and put $30 at the door and have a good time. So kind of hellfire in the 90s, but with less advertising. Uh, less advertising. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but hellfire here, I mean, there, there is a party here called hellfire, and it's gone through various incarnations, mm-hmm. but um, it's a dance party held at a bar. So there's liquor. There's lots of people doing party favors. Aha. Mm. Uh-huh. Chemical Brothers are in the house. Them too. And um, it's lots of loud music. And then in the corner, there would be an A-frame and we would set it up. And when I first got there, it was like, you know, people would just stare at the A-frame and not know what to do with it. Or someone would come onto it for 20 minutes and have a scene they disappear. Okay. And when I started getting involved, one of the first things we did was we'd set up a perimeter with couches. So we had this concept of safety. That's a shocking thing. And then people would start, we'd start playing and we'd kind of police it ourselves while the dancing was going on over there. And at one point you'd turn around and there'd be a crowd packed from where the perimeter was mm-hmm. to the bar and people complaining they couldn't get to the bar and everyone else was going quiet, look what they're doing. <laughs> I always love that dichotomy where you get people, it's like, hey, they're in my way. I'm like, you're at a, you're at a freaking scene party. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to see you something interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and I always enjoyed um, going and you'd see a pair of eyes through the crowd that just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you'd kind of walk up to them and go, do you want to try that? No, no, but my friend does. And some yeah, of those people. Japanese answer. Yes, and some of those people are still good friends. Aha. Uh-huh. Hello. Spanish omelet with a potato cake. There you go. And the local extra. And the and the sausage. And the what? Sausage. Oh, the sausage there. Yeah. Okay. Do you want some pepper? Sure. Yeah. I take it that's the potato cake. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Cool. That's what you want. That's the most important thing. None for me. No. I, okay. It's delicious. It looks up. <laughs> Butter I can have. So, yes. oh. some of those people are still... By the way, just so everyone knows, we're, we're having breakfast in... What's this place called? Um, it's called Barmuda. Barmuda. It's I'm, in the new town. Yeah. I, I, I have potato cake, uh, beans, scrambled eggs, sausage, bread, and just, oh my god, ridiculous goodness-looking stuff. Mushrooms, sun-dried tomatoes. Mushrooms and sun-dried tomatoes, yes. Um, the food here is awesome. Sorry, anyway, you were saying? Coffee. Coffee, well, coffee is fucking awesome. Sydney, in, in all of Australia, coffee reigns. Um, it's a very interesting combination of all the colonial cultures, Britain, Canada, Hong Kong, the States. And they've gotten a lot of things right, like dollars instead of pounds, and a lot of things wrong, like driving on the wrong side of the road. I kind of like getting uh, getting out from the passenger side onto the like you know the uh, the sidewalk because it's it, you know I'm getting I'm getting to like that from the standpoint like being a passenger is actually very very uh, kind of almost a root you know you're almost rude to your passenger by the fact that you have to dump them in front of moving traffic but the driver is safe. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's well, it's American traffic here. It's the other way around. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's absolutely. 
So, yes, back to work. Back to work. So, Hellfire's a dance party. Mm -hmm. It's still around. Standard model mostly. Um, there's a lot of standard model and shiny people and dancing and they have usually one or two shows of a burlesque type nature or kinky nature. Um, you know, when we get different names through here, they often will perform there. Or with Uber now, we've started actually throwing cabaret nights when we have people. Cool. So it's, it's come up quite a bit since when you got here. Yeah, it's um, it's changed. A lot of the private parties have... Um, it used to be there was a party at least one night every weekend. Mm -hmm. Now there are fewer and far between. Um, and in Melbourne, which, while it's in the same country, is a totally different culture. They, um, they have one or two places that are supposedly full-time kink clubs, but um, there's still, you know, dance bars, and there's a room right. in the back where they'll have that, as opposed to having it once a month. Mm -hmm. But um, in the past, you know, four years since we got involved with uh, Uber, we've set up an education program Uber's moved to a nice big facility. Which I still haven't seen, only the outside of. That's by design. Bastards. Um, I was told to make sure that none of the overseas people see Uber until tomorrow night. Just sprucing it up for us? No, it's part of the gathering. I see. Um, yeah, it's um, basically it's a warehouse that they've custom built. Um, and it's run by uh, Miss D and Mr. P. And he likes to make toys. Gotta love that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So far they've been driving me around Larry's Midtown. So far Rick's been driving me around uh, uh, town. He's going out, well, Uber used to be over here. But then we moved over here. But, so I've seen like maybe four buildings that have all been Uber at one point, and they all look gorgeous. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. it it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. um, so two years ago, mm -hmm. we had the first gathering. And it was supposed to coincide with um, Southern Exposure, mm -hmm. which is a King Conference in New Zealand, in Christchurch. Only they had a bit of a problem a few months before. The earthquake? Yeah, the earthquake followed by the earthquake. That followed by? Followed by the earthquake. Yeah. So we ended up still having our conference here, but the conference in New Zealand was, was totally canceled. And um, two years ago we had Madison Young came in, mm -hmm. our Go came in, and Laura Antonio came in. And we had no idea how good it was going to be or it was going to take off. And right. I think we ended up getting close to 250 people through the door. Before the weekend was out, evidently there was a need. There's um, or at least a lot. Want. There's a lot of interest. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we've done really good at bringing education in because, again, when I when I started in New York and we met through tests, mm -hmm. and what I've explained to people here is that uh, most kink in the states is centered around educational organizations. They do whether it's once a month, once a week. In the case of New York, four nights a week. And those organizations give you a social opportunity and an opportunity to, to play and know people. Mm -hmm. 
and all that. And that I basically felt that it was important to give back. Okay. Well, so, it's, it, it's interesting how it's changed in New York. Um, I mean, when you when you were still in New York, or actually Jersey and New York, um, you know, Tess was still pretty much it in some ways. And at this point, there's so many smaller groups. I mean, mm -hmm. Long Island has a couple of groups. New Jersey has uh, a experience. Connecticut has the, uh, the, the whatever it's called up there, the, which has a, they have their own dungeon up there. Mm -hmm. They actually rent a warehouse. Uh, then you go upstate New York, uh, RKS, which I did some uh, stuff for actually uh, before I went to Seattle and then came here. Um, they've they've got a warehouse that they do stuff and it's pretty awesome. You know, it's very very community investment in. Uh, you know, we built it versus, you know, somebody else has it so we can bitch and moan about it. Yeah. And, I mean, we have, I mean, Sydney has, you know, resident, you know, living here at the time was, you know, Mark and Eleni from DBA. As the police arrived, take us away. I love the fact that it sounds just like New York. Like it doesn't have that, that eagle. And the horns. And the horns, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I've actually been very struck by about in Australia is, you know, I was you know, well, Sydney, I haven't been anywhere else, but on you know, one hand, everyone who's at, at, who I'm corresponding with goes, so what's been your big Australia moment? I kind of go, well, there really hasn't been one. You know, like kangaroo hasn't run by me. There hasn't been, you know, you know, none, none, you know, nobody's like, oh, I could die, you know, or any of that silly stuff. And the giant jellyfish that didn't attack you when we were on the harbor ride. Okay, that might have been interesting. But on the other hand, what's kind of interesting is, it, A, it reminds me of New York back in the 70s, 90s. You know, uh, a lot more laid back and open in some ways. You know, not as high money. And then at the same time, you know, there's a similarity. Like, downtown looks like downtown, you know, except the buses are different. Signs are slightly different. Um, the, the crossing, you, you have to actually hit a button in order to get access to cross the street because they don't have a, you know, time walk, don't walk sign. So it's like, unless, unless a whole mess of people want to cross the street, nobody's crossing the damn street. It's kind of hostile, but I kind of like it actually. And the skirts are shorter. Oh, oh my fucking, yes. Sydney, the play, the, yeah, perving here is entirely legitimate. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm down in the, in the office of the you know, the financial district. And basically every every girl in a, in a girl, every woman in a um, in a office outfit is literally a, a walking sexual harassment case. Uh, you know, if, if a pencil skirt is a pencil skirt here, it has to be made of something clingy so that you see everything. And you're supposed to look, otherwise it's insulting. Yeah, that's Sydney. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that, actually. It's actually very disturbing, because I, I'll, like, first look away, and then I start looking. So I'm forcing myself to just get so slapped when I get back to New York. But remember, it is a beach culture. Yes. And nakedness is nakedness. But, um, you know, Bondi, Bondi, where you haven't been yet, is, you know... It's a news comedy. No, it's not a news comedy, but, you know, it's, it's a beach. I know, um, yeah, it's a big beach with lots of tourists. This if this is skimpy, that's got to be skimpier. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And the other thing that, that you haven't been exposed to, which kind of helps explain how things work here, is prostitution is legal. Yay. So you can go to Salon Kitties, 
Mm -hmm. And have a session, and it's not like an underground thing that you have to hide from. You have to hide from it for other reasons, but oh. it's not illegal per se. I don't want to get another coffee. So, um, that's, like a, that's actually like Hong Kong, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, Hong Kong is funny. Um, it's uh, uh, prostitution is legal. Uh, pimps and brothels are not. And actually, a, a group there that got into trouble because they were being so secretive at one point right. that they got busted. Mm -hmm. And they got busted not because they were. Uh, well, when the police found out they were in a brothel, that's what they why they thought they were being secretive. They were like, "Oh, okay, we don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want." Mm -hmm. Um. So, mm -hmm. Sydney's got an interesting mix of cultures mm -hmm. and confusion. Yes. Which is actually quite enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying it here. Mm -hmm. um, but back to Uber and the Gathering. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. The, re the reason that we flew you out here at great expense. I am their wage slave. Yes, so masters. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so it's a three-day um, weekend. Um, first Monday in October is a is Labor Day here. Mm -hmm. So we've decided every other year to do it mm -hmm. um, because you just would burn the market out if you did it more frequently. Very true. And um, we have a hotel. We have 40 classes, uh, about, I think, 18 presenters I've been wrangling. Mm -hmm. uh, we're covering like stuff you're doing, like single tails and mind fucks and <laughs> knives and pointy things and all that, to um, Evil things with ropes. Loki's doing this you know, photography workshop, mm -hmm. uh, pony play workshop. I'm just humored that you can't go to that. It's like the one reason you... Right, yeah, 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 bring you guys halfway around the world in the workshops I want to see. I have to teach at the same time. I'm really just staying at your place, so... Yeah, sure, so. yeah, like we've had time for that. So then, um, <laughs> we also have Laura is doing a whole bunch of workshops on lifestyle issues. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, some women here, uh, Tokyo and Tara, who are truly evil. Um, when we were proofing the handouts, uh, mm -hmm. the friends of mine who were proofing them kept having to take a breather as they're reading the handouts. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, and uh, we have people flying in from. How did, how did my how did my uh, my two hand my mind fuck from the interrogation handout go over? Drool or just everyone was like? Yeah. Uh, I didn't let the people who are in those workshops proof those. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, we have people flying in from Melbourne, from Brisbane. Awesome. Some people actually coming in from New Zealand. So it'll be a good weekend. We have, um, tonight we have something that's really interesting. It's a night market. Um, so it's an opportunity for people to socialize. It's, uh, you can get dressed up. But it's a, um, you know, we have a lot of the stores and people who make things are stalls. And then we have a separate artisan area. And people come in tonight, they get their conference kit, 
you know, their bags, their pens, and all that type of stuff, and they can curve and buy things. And that's open to the, besides the conference attendees, that's open to the general public and, you know, Dorothy. And two years ago, we, I think we had over 300 people just for the night market come through the door. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm sort of like, um, in some ways, the uh, Fish Fleet mm -hmm. in, uh, in Boston. Actually, it's in Rhode Island, really, but at this point. But, you know, it's a 101 event, but at the same time, it's also the giant shopping street for everybody in New York. So. Yeah. Um, I know some of the people who are local craftspeople have been busy making stuff specifically for tonight. And then tomorrow we start at 9, 9.30 in the hate morning. You. hate you. Yeah. I'm putting in my contract from now on. If, if you do 9.30 in the morning, you serve me breakfast in class. <laughs> you have breakfast at the hotel. I have to get up to eat it. I'd rather eat it while I'm doing my class. Uh, so single tail in one hand, fork in the other? Well, you know, or a breakfast wrap in the other. I can do this. Yeah, and the crutch. Don't forget the crutch. Okay, if boy meat years ago can like smoke and flog, I can eat and throw. I'm sure you can, but I won't be there to see it because I'll be teaching a different class. <laughs> I know, I know. And we still haven't even like gone out in the backyard. Like, Here, let me show you something. You're like, yeah. well, my whip, my, I need a new whip. I want you to show me stuff. Oh shit, all the classes I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the advantage of being part of the team that plans everything. I mean, they're done now. Yeah. Yeah. But, um,. So we have, uh, and then tomorrow night, we don't have an organized event that's going to be a big munch, though, at one of the local pubs mm -hmm. that we've uh, started, people have started having a munch there once a month that's nice and they're, they're friendly and they appreciate the uh, business. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, we go back for more workshops. <laughs> and Sunday night, we have a... Torture the presenter. Torture the presenter, I was saying. Sunday night, we have... A big party at Uber. Look for that. sold out. Excellent. And uh, Uber tends to do higher end events. So while we, uh, it's, it's everyone's, it's a BYO because dr drinking is tolerated at these events. Mm -hmm. Unlike the states where it's, you know it's juice bars usually. Right. But uh, there's a kitchen. There's catering. So there'll be different hors d'oeuvres served through the night by staff. Mm -hmm. If you, um, you know, like for instance, at the last, uh, one of the last Uber parties, I did some fire play. Yeah. Let's wait for the fire engine to pass as I talk about fire play. <laughs> really? Why? Why would you want to do that? Um, I did some fire play and mm -hmm. I spoke to one of the staff and they cleared a space, they got a wet towel, mm -hmm. they stood by in case there was any concerns. Right. And then they help tidy up afterwards. So it's it's really, Dee and Paul try to make it a high-end, pleasurable experience. Cool. Uh, years ago, at the, one of the old Ubers, they had a person who ran the place was the butler. And I was going to do a fireplace scene. Mm -hmm. And the butler was shorter, slightly round. Right. And uh, I said to Dee, I want to do a fire play, and she went, oh great, and I'm gonna do it over there. And as I'm getting ready to set up, here comes the butler carrying a fire extinguisher, almost as big <laughs> as they are. And looks at me, rolls their eyes and said, boy, do I feel stupid doing this. 
And I said, but you have to, because if you don't do it for me, then someone's going to say, why are you doing it for them? Precisely. Um, so that's been good. But um, again, assuming some of the people who know me from ages ago listen to this. Yes, that does mean I've been playing in public. Yes, it's shocking. So that's the thing I was like, holy shit, what the fuck happened to, to Ray? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, what happened was at a kink party here years ago, I met this woman, and we really wanted to have nothing to do with each other for about three months. Really? Yeah. Even though uh, friends. All good. Can I get another one? Roger. Oh, yeah. Finished? I'm finished. Yeah. I know. <laughs> right. Well, so we can have it. Oh, yeah. Although, actually, I, I like doing stuff like that. You like doing stuff like that? I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. Yeah. So, um, no, no, no. I mean, very, very met this woman. Very, very cute girl with, with um, without a clue. Much, without a clue, and, and, and actually a really Australian accent. No, she's not Australian. I think she's, she's like. Spanish or something. But what was she, the way she, she said things with a D at the end of it? Duh. I don't know. She said a couple of things that were like, it was, it was, anyway, it was kind of, it was kind of cute. The other I like it. cuter. They're both cute. They both have their cuteness. Sure, different cute. Different cute. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so I met, met this woman at uh, one of the parties here. Yeah. I wanted to have, pretty much have nothing to do with her. She was all over the place, too much of an exhibitionist. And really trying anything she could, anything that moved she would try. And I was still fairly quiet and conservative and enjoying to play behind the scenes. And, and for three months, we had a mutual friend who kept saying I should really talk to her. And I kept going, she's all over the place, a kid in a candy store. And she kept saying, oh, he's boring. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> and we were at a party, and I talked to someone. They said, oh, can you show me how to do a, a harness? And I went, sure. Um, and she went to get her partner, mm -hmm. and uh, Hawksbury came up to me and said, you've been sitting here the whole time, you want to tie me up? Because she knew I liked rope, and she was kind of hosting the party, and I went, actually, I need a demo bunny to show someone something. And within about three minutes, we kind of left the demo part behind and started playing, and we have pictures that someone took of the first time we played, and you can see the big smiles on our face. So now, now coming up on five years later, mm -hmm. uh, she is less of an exhibitionist, and I have migrated and now play in public on a regular basis. So basically, a little of her spilled into you, and a little of you spilled into her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's uh, a little bit of rape by injection, and. Uh, Hawksbury in your Hawksbury by osmosis. Or withdrawal. Or withdrawal. <laughs> I didn't think you were Catholic. I neither is she. But up, but up. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So we're the nice Jewish kinky couple. There you go. <laughs> Aren't they all? Yeah. Yeah. I actually do know there's a there is a dungeon in uh, in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Hasidic dungeon. Hasidic dungeon. Hasidic dungeon. Well, remember when we were in the States three years ago? Yeah. And we went to Paddles. Mm -hmm. And it was Thanksgiving weekend. Right. And the strangest thing I've ever seen in, in a dungeon oh, yes. was when a bunch of Orthodox Jews 
like ten of them uh-huh. came in as tourists. Yeah. Well, I've had some actually good stories of that. I got to tell you, but um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine's friend, uh, does wigs. And mm-hmm. so she's been invited to this place. Yeah. So there's literally, there's the communal room, and then there's one room for men and one room for women, where you can actually be naked. Okay. So it, it really is a Hasidic, you know, S&M dungeon. Okay. Somewhere in uh, Williamsburg. Mind boggles. It's, it's, you know, how do you beat somebody through the sheet? Yeah, yeah. Translucent latex sheets, that's how. Then you can see what you're doing. There you go. I mean, on one hand, it's, it's kind of perverse. On the other hand, I kind of like it. It seems like a really bad Fellini movie. Yes. Yes. It, it, there is a certain bizarrity and Fellini-esqueness to it, and I, I kind of like the idea, actually. So, yeah. It's all good. So, I just remember, I should have turned this thing off. Radio interference oh. like, fucks with the, the mind. Mine, too. Mine too, then. Yeah. Probably have like, <laughs> which is okay. Um, and so back back to the weekend. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, and then Sunday, so besides the party there, because we only have so many people and there are so many people in town, and sure. you need to do something with all that energy, is uh, there's another party called Dark mm-hmm. at a different space that's um, more grungy, more underground, edgier. edgier. And uh, no catering, no, it's a, no, no BYO, any of that stuff. And it's um, this go on, and then Monday, uh, Laura, there's a recovery breakfast late morning. Right. And then Laura's going to give her parting words to everyone. Yeah. Except for those of us who enjoy rope, because we're going to be over at the dungeon, spending a day with Lokai. And there's an evening with me, which will be entertaining. Yes, yes, and then we end the weekend with an evening with Dove. And then you pour me onto the plane Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> literally, pour you onto the plane Tuesday. And, and I land Monday. And you land you land in L.A. on Tuesday, and okay. you land in New York on Tuesday. And if you remember, you know, be- on my 50th birthday, I had yep. breakfast in Sydney, I had breakfast in L.A., and I had drinks in Greenwich Village. Yes, that was so bizarre. Yeah, and you didn't live it. I did. I I got to enjoy the last part of it and listen to you tell the story. Which was yeah. Quite nice. So, you know, it's it's you know I've, I'm turning a certain age next year and I'm yeah. trying to figure out what I want to do. I'm like, yeah, doing that to Sydney just is gonna blow. Yeah. <laughs> I lose everything. Now you need to yeah because on on the Shortest way here day ever. Because you you left on Wednesday. Yeah. Your Thursday was only four hours long. Yes. Because at one point you're flying over the Pacific and it's like. Four o'clock, three fifty-nine in the morning, and then yeah. you cross the dateline, and it's four o'clock in the morning, Friday. Yes, yes. that was just so fucked up. Yeah. And it just seems to go on forever. It, it was a little different from when I flew to Hong Kong last year, because that was, you know, went over the po- over the uh, the ice cap. So basically, you're looking out the window, and you're watching the sun stay in the same position for hours, and then it would go up, and then it would go down, and go up, and then as you, you got ahead of it, or or it caught yeah. up with you. So it was very like. Oh, why is the sun moving? It's the same moment again and again and again. And right. again. Stuck in, isn't, isn't that a movie where you're stuck? Well, uh, there's been a couple of movies. It was uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. 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 Which was, but that was again and again and again. No, no, I'm thinking more of um, what was the one with the dreams. Uh, not insertion. Um, Incept. Incept, no. Oh, no, no, I think you're thinking of. Um, 
Go with uh, Robin Williams? No, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that was Inception. Yeah, right, where they okay. stick the like, dreams in the guy's head. Yeah. Yeah. That was all another story, right? That was an all another story. So that was... Uh, As we get to the whole movie thing. Yeah. Which is how we first met. That's true. Yeah. Hellfire talking. Middle of, middle of, a, of a large room of people wanking off and... Uh, Whips, flogging, screaming, trampling. And we're just discussing Kubrick. Yeah. You, me, and Lokai. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small world. It's a small world. Yeah. And now, like the other night, we were all having dinner with what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about discussing, movies. We're discussing yeah, movies. So, all these years later, nothing's changed. Yeah. Should we uh, move on?